Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Family, I hope that you're doing well because guess what? Your boy is on point. He's doing well. Let me tell you something. I want to tell you, I got a word for you today. I got something to tell you. I need to tell you about Let me tell you something. We're going to be talking about the power of fast, fasting. This is the title of the message, The Power of Fasting. I want you to know that, that you can move God with fasting. We're going to see it because guess what? I'm going to be looking at Mark chapter 2 in the New Living Translation and 2 Chronicles 20 in the New Living Translation. Let me tell you something. We're going to be talking about moving God getting the power of the fast to move in our circumstances. Let me tell you something, family. I'm so pumped up. I'm so elated. I'm so in awe of God. Let me tell you something. I'm going to praise God when I don't feel like praising God. I'm going to talk to God even when I don't see God because I know that God loves me. I know that God cares about me. Let me tell you something, family. You're not alone. I want you. Know, I got to say my catchphrase. You know what it is. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Let me tell you something, family. You're not alone because guess what? God love you, not love you. Like I told you, this is just not no podcast show. We are family. We're talking about the goodness of God. We're talking about what God is going to do because I'm believing God going to do great things in your life and my life. It doesn't mean that Danny Hampton world is perfect because like I said, family, I got a little of this going on, a little of that got going on. I got some of this and some of that. But guess what? I'm putting all my hope and trust in God. Let me tell you something. He said, if I had the faith the size of a mustard seed, guess what? I can say to this mountain, get up on out of here and move to that side. And it'll do what I say because guess what? Jesus doesn't lie. Let me tell you something. This is what he said about his name. He said, Ask the Father anything in my name and he'll do it for you. And this is all I'm doing. God, would you please show up, God? I need you. I don't understand, God, but I'm asking in Jesus' name. That's all I'm saying, family. All you got to do is exercise the name because the Bible is his last will and testament. It's a document. It's just like any written document. Guess what? You just unfold the book. You find that page. You find that promise. And you stand on that promise knowing that Jesus Christ has given that promise to you. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he would do that for you. So let me tell you something. I'm asking the Father in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. God, I need your help. I don't know what to do. This is what I'm saying to God daily and nightly. Let me tell you something. But I got a word for you. I got something to tell you. It's called about the power of the fast, the power of the fasting. Fasting is it reproduces what you can't produce. Let me tell you something. If you can take back and just sit back and take back some things. This is what I'm saying, God. I don't want the chicken leg tonight, Father. I don't want the steak tonight. I don't want this, Father. I just want you. God, I'm seeking you because, God, I need you. I need you to show up in my life, Father, because I have no other way than to make things happen. But through you, God, I'm just asking you to look upon me. Look upon me, God, and look upon my circumstances and have a little mercy on me. Show up in my life, God, where I see you, Father, because I need to see you. God, I just want to see you. That's all I'm talking to God about, family. I want you to know that you can trust in the name of Jesus the Christ. Let me tell you something. God didn't lie to you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that me and you will have eternal life. Yeah, guess what? Jesus did it for us. Guess what? He's sitting right at the Father's right hand, making intercessions for me and you right now. He's saying, God, remember Danny. God, remember my sister here. Remember my brother here. He's saying, this is what he's saying. And, and every time he raises his hands, guess what his father see? He see them peers. He see them holes in his son's 
hands and he see them holes in his feet. Let me tell you something. Every time God sees his son, he says, son, whatever you ask, I'm going to do it for you because you did what I wanted, wanted you to do for me. Let me tell you something. God says that he rewards those who believe in him. It says without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must believe that he's reward those that diligently seek him. Do you know what I mean by that? God says he's reward those that diligently seek him. That means I'm going to take God at his word even when I don't see it. Sometimes I don't even feel it. But let me tell you something. Sometimes I get out the bed. I'll be crawling. I'll be hurting. But guess what? But that's something inside of me. Call the Holy Spirit. He'll touch me and say, Dan, it's going to be all right. If you can just find it in your strength, just to believe in God just a little bit longer. God will show up for you. He's going to help you. He's going to do what he said he promised to do. Oh, you got to do. Hold on. Let me tell you something. My son, Brian Hampton, surprised me today. He said, Daddy, you know what it says in Galatians chapter 6? He said, guess what? He said, you, you just got to wait on the Lord. And this is what I'm talking about. He just blew my mind away. I said, what? To myself, son, what are you talking about? You throwing a word at me? He threw the word at me through Galatians 6. You know, I was so I was so, I was so proud of him. He didn't even know it. That he blew my mind when he said that. He said Galatians 6. You know, it says that if you faint not, you will receive a harvest. That's what my son said to me. Did you know that? He walked past that room and said, Dad, if you don't faint not, you will receive a harvest. Let me tell you something. God told me just live the life, walk the life. Trust in him and see what he do. Let me tell you something. I was so elated. I was praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because guess what? I don't have to do nothing, but just show up. And let me tell you something. God will show up in the midst of your life, in the midst of your circumstance. Let me tell you something, man. I'm so elated. I'm so pumped up with Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. I'm going to die praising him. Guess what? If he take me home today, that's all right. Because I know that I praised him. I know that I can stand before him and say, he'll say, well done, my faithful and believer servant. Danny, you did what you posted did. You talked about me to the world. You let them know that I was good. You didn't hide that from them. Let me tell you something, family, your boy on point. Remember this, family, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Let me tell you something. We can trust in Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. There's nothing that he won't do for you and me. All we got to do is just continue just not to get faint heart like my son Galatians 6. Boy, that boy surprised me when he threw that up at me. He said, man, that is something when he told me that. I said, what does boy tell me? He said, man, he said, hey, if you don't faint not, you receive a harvest. That's meant for somebody right there. That was meant for me. I thank you, family. I love you. I'm praising God for you. Let me tell you something. Because I know that there's power and trust in the Lord. Let me tell you something. You know, this podcast show only started with a thought. Let me tell you something. I got some things I need to say too. Let me tell you something, family. Let me tell you something. My, May the 22nd, me and my pastor friend Moise, we're getting ready to hit the highways and the back. We're going to feed these people. We're going to bless some people. We're going to pray for some people. We're going to put a smile on some people's face in the name of Jesus. That's what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate Jesus the Christ. Let me tell you something. May the 22nd, we're getting ready to go out and do some things for the name of the Lord because guess what? God is all that I know and God is all that I want to do. He's all that I want to support. Let me tell you something. I love Jesus. Jesus loved me. He's the Christ. Guess what? He's the anointing one. He's the one that does anything and everything. Let me tell you something. There's nothing too hard for Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you about this podcast family, how we grown. Man, we ain't grown. We, we ain't grown. We, we gonna one day, like I told you, one day I'm not going to be able to sit here and, and thank the places where the, where the, where the podcast has been. I'm just going to say, hey, family. Y'all say, hey, Danny. I'm going to say, hey, sister. I'm going to say, hey, brother, how you been doing? But let me tell you where we at. I want to thank the state of Illinois, which is my home state. I live in the city of Chicago. I thank 
uh, the, uh, the state of South Carolina, the state of Texas, Louisiana, New York, Alabama, California, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, New Jersey, Missouri, Michigan, Maryland, Kansas, Iowa, Indiana, Connecticut, and Colorado, and the country of Spain, the country of Iran, the country of Russia, the United Kingdom, Canada, Belgium, and Australia. Thank y'all for being a part of the family. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast show. I want to tell you, I love y'all. You know, and I got a word for you today. We're going to talk about the power of fasting. That's what we're going to talk about. The power of fasting. Like I told you, I'm going to be in two books. I'm going to be in the book of Mark, chapter 2 in the New Living Translation. Then we're going to roll into 2 Chronicles uh, 20. We're going to talk about this king by the name of Jehoshaphat. This boy was bad. Let me tell you something. He knew what to do. He called on the name of the Lord, and he set the people to fast. And let me tell you something. I'm going to just talk about, hey, if you got the ability, and if you have it in your heart, and if, and you, as, as you're medically clear and safe to do it, I would tell you to fast. If you had a problem that you've seen that it won't go away, and you want to see God, let me say, we, sometimes we got to push back. This is what I'm saying. God, I don't want that chicken leg. That chicken leg looking pretty good right about now with some hot sauce on it. But God, I'm just going to leave it at the table, God, because I want you more than I want that. That's all I'm saying when I'm fasting, God. I just want you more than I want the things that I see. Let me tell you, God, I'm so in love with you, God. I want to glorify you. God, I want to magnify you. God, I want to thank you. That's all I want to do for the name of Jesus Christ. Family, let me tell you something, family. I love you. I want you to know that I'm believing that God is going to do great things for you and me in 2021. Let me tell you something. I told you this year, 2021, I'm going to plant this church, me and my pastor friend always, in the Marquette Park area of the city of Chicago. Let me tell you something. We are praying right now that God let the walls fall down. Guess what? We're getting ready to fast too. We're getting ready to take it to the Lord. We're going to be trusting God. We believe in the name of the Lord that God can do everything. Let me tell you something. We're going to talk about fasting and what the purpose and the power of fasting is because guess what? Because we're going to believe that God can do whatever we ask him to do. And sometimes we're just going to make some little special time for God. We're going to make some special time for God because we're hungry for God. Can you, when you get hungry for God, you know what you do? The Bible says this, men should not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So guess what? I'm hungry for the word of God. Guess what? That's going to be my dinner. It's the word of God. It ain't going to be the Danny, you got to put them french fries down. So I said, uh, put them fries down, Danny, because guess what? You need the word inside of you so you can be prepared for it. What you got to do for the Lord. Let me tell you something, family. You know how we do. We just don't roll into the scriptures like that. We got to pray, family. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. God, I just thank you for the day, Father. I just glorify you, Father. I pray for the persecuted church, Father, that you take those people who are persecuting your people, Father, and you get them in line, Father. Get them right back with you, Father. Let them see what they're doing is an atrocity to you. Let them see that they are harming you, God. And I ask you, Father, to bless your people who cry to you night and daily, Father. I pray for the orphans, the widows, the poor. I pray for those who are incarcerated, Father. Give them a second chance, Father. Let people give them a second chance, Father. Bless your people, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Family, you know your boy pumped up. You know I'm all fired up. You know, I just want to talk to you because guess what? We're going to be in the book of Mark chapter 2, the New Living Translation. We're going to be starting at verse 18. We're going to be talking about how this discussion of fasting come about. Understand this. There's power in fasting. And then this is what happened. It says in Mark chapter 2, verse 18. One, once when Jesus... Okay, let's go back, family. Let's go back. We want, we want, I want to get it right. Once when John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, some people came to Jesus and asked, why do not your disciples fast like John's disciple and the Pharisees do? Guess what? 
Jesus won't blow that man because guess what? They didn't understand that Jesus was the Messiah. This is God. In other words, they ain't got to do that right now, but it's going to come a point in time that they're going to have to do it. Let's go back to verse 18. Once when John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, some people came to Jesus and asked, why don't your disciples fast like John's disciples and the Pharisees do? Jesus is so calm and cool. He's so, he's so charismatic, man. This is God speaking. This is what Jesus says. Jesus replied, he says this, do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. He said, hey, I'm the groom. Hey, we part. We celebrate because he's on earth. God is on earth. But these people don't know that he's God. And so they don't even understand what's going on, what's happening. So they just thinking that this is just a known man, just a rabbi, a teacher. But he says this in verse 19. Jesus replied, do wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. He said they cannot fast while the groom is with them, but someday the groom will be taken away from them and then they will fast. Let me tell you something. Jesus always predicting his death. He letting the people know, hey, I know I got to go. I got to go back to majesty, royalty. I got to go sit at my father's right hand and make intercession for the people. But the people at this time didn't know that they were talking to God. They just thought they were talking to uh, Billy Bob or Jim Bob or somebody like that. But they didn't know that they were talking to Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, the, the true man from heaven. They didn't know that because they did. They would have been had reverence and respect for him. But because they did know they was talking to him, they just thought they could just shoot anything at him. But check it out. And he says this. And no one puts new wine. This way, this way he says. This is what Jesus says. Besides, who would patch old clothing with new clothes? For the new patch will shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving even a bigger tear than before. And no one puts new wine into an old wineskin, for the wine would burst the wineskin, and the wine and the skin would both be lost. New wine calls for new wine skin. Let me tell you something. Jesus was doing a new thing. Because God was on the earth, they were surrounded by him, his presence, the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ was anointed and appointed when he was walking in his, in his, in his, in, in his title. Uh, he was the Messiah. He was performing all kinds of miracles. He was doing all kinds of things for the people, letting people know that Jesus that he was the Messiah and he was the one that sent back God that was written by prophets of old, that he would be the one that would come and he would redeem men. But guess what? At this time, the people were more jealous. They wanted their own power and prestige. They didn't want to serve God. So they didn't seek God as himself. So understand it. So when we fast, guess what? We're fasting. We're going to fast in the power because God can do things in the fast. I, mean, I want you to know God can do things in the fast. God can show up in the fast. If you want to see this, we're going to go to, like, still in the New Living Translation, but we're going to go to the Second Chronicles 20. We're going to look at what happens, what the children of Israel do, when, guess what? When they got an enemy come against them, they do something that I want us to do, family. I want us to know whatever's on your heart, mine's on God's heart, man. You can trust God. You can believe God with your life because God loves you. God cares for you. It says this, after this time, the army of the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some of the Mennonites declare war on Jehoshaphat. Did you hear that? Not one nation. Not two nations. You know what I'm talking about? It's just, it's, these people coming, coming against him. A multitude of people coming after one little kingdom. 
But let me tell you something. This one little kingdom, guess who they have? They have God Almighty. I'm talking about this God that sits high and looks low. And guess what? See, there's such a power in fasting and famine. I want you to see it. Because if you see it, then you'll know. I got some things I want to, want to tell you. I got some nuggets. I want you to know, hey, when the battle gets so heavy on you, you can fast and talk to God about it. And all you're doing is this is what you're saying. This is what Adam and Eve should have said in the garden. When Satan came to them with this goofy stuff about eating from this piece of fruit, they just should have walked away, said, I want God. So when I fast, I feel like I'm saying, God, I don't want that out that Adam and Eve. So when I push back off that chicken leg, God, I want you. I need you more than I need that. I need you to fill me with your word. I need you to fill me with your assurance, who you are. And I know that you have me at my crisis, God. So I'm going to take this special time to set apart for you, just to talk to you, God, because I can't do nothing without you. That's the whole reason of fast. I can't do nothing without you, God. And I'm just trying to get your attention, God. I just got my hands up. You know, I don't know if you know you you do like Zoom and all these things. You know, they got where you can put your hand up so you want to answer questions. So sometimes I'm just putting my hand. When you see me raise my hand, just means I'm praising God. It just means that I'm lifting my hand saying, God, I need you. In other words, I want God to say, well, Danny, what's your problem? So when I lift my hand, I'm just looking for God to say, Danny, what's on your heart and mind? And so this is what's on my heart and mind, God. I got little this and little that on my mind. Would you please help me with these things? Because I don't know what to do. I believe that you love me and care for me, God. So this is why I got my hand up. And you know what, though? I like that That because God, if we can reach out to God and God will respond back to us. So check it out. As we as we go on in Second Chronicles 20, it says this. The message came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edmund is marching against you beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Hazan Tamar. This was another name for Ingendal. And Jehoshaphat was terrified. Guess what? I can't beat these people. We can't beat these people, God. It's just too many of them, God. But let me tell you something about this king. Because he had a relationship with God Almighty. He knew what to do. He knew what to do. Let me tell you something. This is what happened. Jehoshaphat was terrified, it says, by this news. And begged the Lord for guidance. He began to talk to God. Let me tell you something. If you got a problem, begin to talk to God. It, this is what it says. It says Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news, and he begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So the people from the town of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord help. Guess what? Not only him, but the people came up to Jerusalem. Hey, God, we need you. God, we need you, God. And they began to fast. God, we, we going to put this away, God. We need you to move in our life. God, we need you to show up. God, please help us. God, this is too much for us. Guess what? Hey, you understand this? It says that. It says that he was seeking guidance from the Lord. Let me tell you something. Man, if you can begin to pray, if you can begin to talk to God, if you can begin to seek God, let me tell you something, family. God will show up, God. God will do what he has to do. Let me tell you something. Whatever's on your heart, mine is on God's heart, man. God loves you. I love you. I want you to know this because if you notice, know then you can just stand on his word. And it says, let's go back to verse 3. And Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news, and he begged the Lord for guidance. God help us. God help us. That's what he said. That's what Dak would have said. God help us. I don't know what to do. And guess what? And it says, he also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. So the people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek 
the Lord's help and check it out. Jehoshaphat stood before the community. Let me tell you something. If you don't be ashamed of God, God won't be ashamed of you. Jehoshaphat wasn't scared to proclaim his God in front of the community. Let me tell you something. If you want to get God excited, let me tell you something. Begin to testify to God, to other people. Let them know that you believe in God, that God can do anything and everything. Let me tell you something. You raised heaven up. Let me tell you something. All the heaven would stand up and say, look at that boy right there. He believing in God. Look at that sister right there. Believing in God. This is what would happen if you can just stand up and say, hey, God, I need you. God, I don't know what to do without you. God, I'm hurt inside. God, please show up. Let me tell you something. God will show up. And here we go. It says this. And Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, oh, Lord God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler over all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. Did we say? He said, say, say, God, you got all power. Ain't nobody can do anything without you, God. I'm crying out to you because I know that there's no greater power than you. God, please show up for me. This is what this man is saying to God. Let me tell you something. This is a king in front of the community. He letting them know that he trusts and believes in God. Let me tell you something. He's testifying before the people so the people can believe in God. Let me tell you something. God's going to get the glory. You're going to get the glory. Let me tell you something. That's power and fast. I want you to understand this, fam. You got to know that when you seeking God and you begin to cry out to God, if you seek him for his guidance, that he'll show up and he'll do what he got to do for you because he's God Almighty. He ain't going to leave you stranded. He ain't going to leave you out there alone. Let me tell you something, family. Here we go again. Are you ready? Here we go again. Let's go ahead. So Joshua stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, oh Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth you are powerful and mighty no one can stand against you oh our god did you not drive out all those who lived in the land when your people israel arrived and did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham. Let me tell you something. This man laid it on me. He was coming back with God's word. He said you did this for Abraham. You did this for let me tell you something the Bible says, put God in remembrance. This is all Jehoshaphat doing. He's putting God in remembrance of the things that God had done of old, what God had did for them. Let me tell you something. Give God his glory. Say, God, I know you parted the Red Sea. God, I know what you did in the Jordan. I know what you did in the wilderness. God, I know that you made water come here. I know that you gave them, man. All I'm doing is testifying on God. Let me tell you, God, I know that you can do all things. This is what I'm saying. Family. Whatever's on your heart, man, is on God's heart. Man. You can trust God. Let me tell you something. And that's all I'm saying. You can trust God. So I just got through testifying about God. God, I know that the deaf angel passed in Egypt and that all the firstborn died. But in the land of Goshen, them boys didn't die. They rose up, God, because you were watching over them. God, I love you, God. I'm going to praise you. Let me tell you something, family. There's power in fasting. You just got to believe it. You got to know that if you set your heart to seek the Lord, you will see God show up. You will see God move. Let me tell you something, family. I'm so pumped up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Sometimes I think I'm just going to get up and run around because I'm so excited because God has gotten my heart. He has captivated my mind. 
time with his word. Check it out. He said this. Your people settled here and built temples to honor your name. Then he said, God, we even built a house for you. Your name is here. Remember like this. The Bible says God's house should be a house of prayer. Let me tell you something. If you can find it in your strength to get down on your knees and pray to God, you'll see God move over your circumstance. You'll see God show up trying to get pumped up because Danny fired up today. I told you I had something to say. I got a lot to tell you. Here we go. And then check this out. He says, your people settled here and built this temple to honor you. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plagues, famine, or, or we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored. When we call when we can and cry out to you to save us, you will hear us and rescue you. He said, God, if we come to this place, we get to this temple, God, and we begin to cry out to you, God. It says that you're going to show up for us, God, that you're going to help us. This man was de dependent upon the word of God to work. Let me tell you something. The word of God will work if you work. You just got to know that you got to know that God's word worked in the midst of crisis, in the midst of circumstances, in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of pains. If you can find it in your heart to trust God in his word, you'll see God move in your life. You'll see God show up. Let me tell you something. Trust in the word of God. Know that God's word is a weapon. God's word is a lie. It's like a two-edged sword. Guess what? It pierces, it does whatever God wants you to do, fam. I want you to know that, fam. You see your boy pumped up. Man, I'm so fired up because I know that God is moving in the earth. God can do anything that he wants to do. And check this out. It says this. And now we see the armies of Ammon, the Mo Mobites, Mount Seir, are doing. You would not let us our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt so that they went around them and did not destroy them. You see what he's saying? Hey, God, you told us to leave these people alone when we was coming to the promise. We didn't do anything to them. We went around the long way, God. We honored you, God. We followed your word. We did what you said to do, God. But look what they're getting ready to do. Understand this. If you can put God in remembrance of his promises to you, you'll see God show up in your life. God, I put you in remembrance all the promises that you made me. See what I'm saying? I'm talking to God while I'm talking to you. God, you know what you promised me, God. You know what you said you was going to do for me, God. I, I need you to show up. Show up for me, God, because I'm believing in you. God, because you know whatever's on my heart man is on your heart man. let me tell you sometimes you can find it in your heart to trust God and believe God you'll see God show up for you because I know he's showing up for me and he's going to do it again and again and again because guess what he's God all by himself let me tell you something he can move a mountain he can do whatever he want to do let's go on let's get back to the word of God and it says this okay we're gonna get here he says this now see how they reward us for they have come out to throw us out of your land which you gave us as our inheritance. You hear said, God, you gave us this land. You're going to let them put us, you're going to evict us, God. You're going to let us put us out, God. You know we can't fight all these people, God. Let me tell you something. Do you think heaven wasn't listening? Do you think God wasn't getting upset? God, God was getting frustrated because guess what? He had gave them people that land. He had promised their ancestors to his friend Abraham. Let me tell you something. God would not be defeated by anything. You got to know this in your heart. God would not be defeated. There's power in fasting, family. I want you to see it because you see it. Because all these boys do is pray and fast. So when you're fasting, guess what? You got to add some prayer into that fast. Read some scriptures because all Jehoshaphat doing in his fast is he's, this is what I want you to, I want, I want you to take this. He's praying, 
He's quoting scriptures and he's relying on God according to what God had said himself. So what you do, you take that Bible and you find what God has promised you and you say, God, you did this. God, you did this. God, you said this. God, you said that. God, you did it. Let me tell you something. And you'll get God jumping up. God, jump out there. See, oh, this boy got me pumped up. Let me tell you something. Get God pumped up. Let me tell you something. We can get him moving. Let me tell you something. God can do it. He, you can trust him. Let me tell you something. You can believe in him. Check it out. And as, as, as we roll on, we're going to see this. He says, oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. That's all you got to do. Look to the Lord for help in the fast. Let me tell you, power and fast. Let me tell you something. There we go, verse 13. And all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of them, standing, his name was Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jeel, the son of Matthias, a Levite, who was the descendant of Asaph. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen to King Jehoshaphat. That this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army. For the battle is not yours, but God. Hallelujah. Did you hear that family? Hallelujah. Did you hear that family? Hallelujah. Let me go back because you, you'll miss it. You're going to miss it. Let me tell you something. When God shows up, he's he going to show up. He's going to say something. God is going to say this. He said, listen, all the people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen to King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God. Tomorrow, God said tomorrow. Let me tell you something. That boy's got God. God said tomorrow. He said, hey, God said tomorrow. Check it out. You got, you got to see it. Family. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Zen at the end of the valley, opening to the wilderness of Jeru. But you will not even need to fight. Take your position. This stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Let me tell you something. The power of the fans, baby. I'm telling you this power and fans, the family. I got to let you know it because you need to know it. I want you to know that, hey, when we fast, we're going to see God show up just like in 2 Chronicles 20. Check it out. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed with his face to the ground. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, if you humble yourself, God would exalt you and raise you up in due time. It just said, then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground. And all the people of Judah, guess what? And Jerusalem did the same, worshiping the Lord. Then the Levites from the clan of Kohat and Korah stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a loud shout. Ah, you got to praise God. And this was that early in the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tehok. And on the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets 
and you will succeed. Trust in God, family. If you fast me, trust in God. See when God show up, family. God will do it for you. He'll do it for me because he shows up for the people. Let me tell you, they had a big, vast army come against them. Them boys fasted, and they prayed. They spoke the word, and God show up. Let me tell you, that's power in fasting. Now, check it out. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they were saying. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithfulness endures forever. Let me say it again. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithfulness endures forever. And at that very moment, they begin to sing and give praise. The Lord called, guess what he's, uh, the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Monsir to start fighting among themselves. The armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Monsir and killed every one of them. And they had destroyed the army of Syria. They began to attack each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point, in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. Let me tell you something. God would let the enemy bless you. God took it from the enemy and gave back to his people. Let me tell you something. God had them people go mad. They got so mad, they began to fight among themselves. They began to turn on one another. Because let me tell you something. God can do anything and everything, family. I want to let you know that I love you. I want to let you know that God loves you. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. That's power in fest. Let me tell you something, family. I'm going to close out with that. It took three days for them to get the spoil. Let me tell you something. God defeated their enemy because they understood the power of fasting and prayer. We got to fast sometimes to get the victory. And I want to tell you, family, I love you. I'm about to close out your boy's own point. Your boy's on fire. Let me tell you something, family. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart. Let's close out in prayer. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for your word, Father. I pray that you bless your people, Father, that you turn their circumstances around, that you get them unexpected hope, that you will come through for them, Father, when they're fasting and praying, seeking you, and they're standing on the word of God. God, show up for them, Father. Do it for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I want to tell you I love you. I can't wait to talk to you. Guess what? The next time we record to be series number 100. This is number 99. And guess what? One more make it 100. I want to tell you I love your family. I can't wait to talk to you again. I got to say bye-bye. Vamos. Get us out of here. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.